we want you to be here, Father, because we can't do nothing without you. Whatever we say, we speak, we think, we desire, Father, it all comes from you. So, Father, in this very moment, we say, Father, to set the atmosphere so that, Father, the word that goes forth may fall in good ground so that your children's heart can receive. So, Father, we thank you for the manifestation, for your glory that is in this place, for breakthroughs, Father, for changes, hallelujah, that is, Father God, getting ready to take place in your children's heart. Because we came here, Father God, expecting, Father God, to move. In Jesus' name. Give it up for him, huh? Give it up, give it up, give it up. Give it up. You guys going to have to do better than that. Just a little better. Just for me. I need that. I need some support. Hallelujah. Let's do it together. Hallelujah. Y'all ready? Amen. Glory, glory, glory. Amen, huh? You may be seated. Hallelujah. This is exciting. This is awesome. I am delighted to be here, and I want to thank uh, my, the apostle of the house <laughs> and the first lady of the house for allowing me to bring the word forth. Uh, it is awesome to be here. It is awesome to see all the beautiful faces of the Vine Generation. You who is a guest, we delightly welcome you among us. We ask that you, you know, just uh, allow us to just share the word with you today. We thank every, every single one of you guys who wake up this morning and uh, make this a priority, yes, because indeed it is a priority. You know, when we give him the first place, first things in our lives, then he pretty much blessed the rest. And uh, <laughs> this week's ser series, as you guys already know, is uh, this month. Is about stewardship. Um, our beautiful sister Terry last week did t um, stewardship on timing, time management, and um, this week I'm doing finance. How many of you guys are expecting some finance, huh? Some breakthroughs, hallelujah. Everybody need that. Yeah. There we go. And um, I believe the week, you know, next week, Dr. Hart is going to do in spirit, and Apostle is going to, you know, close it out for us. But it's interesting because everything we do in life, indeed, is about stewardship. And I was praying this week, and I was asking the Father to lead me in what to say and what to do. Because, you know, we all heard about stewardship before. You know, we all deal with, you know, money 24-7. Um, um, it's actually interesting. It's one of those things that we deal with, we use 24-7, but sometimes often, you know, school system or they don't really teach us much about, about finance or a lot of time our family or parents, you know, don't really teach us about money. And, and in fact, the kingdom is based on stewardship. You know, God's system, it's all about stewardship. Everything we do in life, it's all about stewardship. The Father, in the beginning, it was about stewardship. Um, in fact, in Genesis, it talks about where he wouldn't do, he wouldn't allow things to grow until there was people to actually properly steward it, you know. He created Adam and Eve to steward, you know, in the beginning. Um, he created every single person, your gift, the things that you do. Everything that we, we have, it's all about stewardship. And the more you maintain it, the, the, the more you properly manage it is the more you have. And, and, and the less or the more you, um, you wrongly do it is 
before you know it, it disappeared out of your hand. <laughs> so it's important to know. And when we talked about a stewardship, you know, this is what the Father, the Bible talks about. It is the Father's good pleasure to give us the kingdom, everything that is in it. And in fact, he has already blessed us with every spiritual blessing. But the thing is, often you can have something in your hand, but not knowing how to either how to manage it, how to properly steward it. So a lot of time it keeps running away from you. And one thing that I truly believe also today is because whenever I've learned a secret with the Father, whenever he's speaking, that means he's getting ready to release. Whenever he's giving you a, you know, a warning or a heads up, he's dropping it in your dream, he's giving you a heads up, you keep hearing it everywhere you go, that means he's, that's him talking and he's getting ready to move. So you have to take heed. I, quite often I would talk to Dr. Hardy and I would say, you know, it's crazy. Every time there's a Siri Apostle does or her, um, I always, even when I did not, acknowledge or didn't know until I come to like, oh, wow, okay, it actually happened. I always receive an impartation or receive a, a, a double dose. <laughs> I always receive that because that's what the Father does. Everything the Father does, he does it in order. So it's not by coincidence when he is signed. If you see that he's speaking in regards to that particular area in your life, I promised you it's because he's getting ready to move in that area. However, it's always up to you to make the decision. I say, you know, okay, you know, I'm going to take heat. I'm going to learn everything I need to learn so that he can release. Because if you don't, then that time will, goes by, will go by. You're going to miss out on what he was doing in that season, you know. And you're going to have to wait till the next season, you know, because he works in season. So in this season, you know, we're in season of stewardship and divine generation. The Father is trying to release blessings. So, um, so we're going to pretty much talk about good stewardship. Stu the, the word stewardship is pretty much management. You know, we're going to talk about good management or good stewardship and bad stewardship and what it looks like. I'm going to pretty much, um, to start with, I'm just going to give you pretty much a small image of what that looks like. When the father, especially coming, when it, when it, when it deals with uh, finance, Often when we talk about finance, most of the time, it's rarely that the Father will drop money from heaven. He can do it. <laughs> it talks about manna. He can do it, but he wouldn't do it because you would waste it just as much as, you know, as fast as it came. So the first thing he always does when it comes to stewardship, he will literally impart things on you. The gift, the things that you do, the, the things that when you're in your closet praying about, you know, whether it's for hours or two or three or four or five, the things that he's dropping in your spirit, those are the things that he's entrusting you to, to execute to bring the financial blessing that you've been praying and believing for. So this is what the Father, it look, this is what it looks like. So pretty much when it comes to stewardship, the Father, his position is a manager. I'm sorry, he's the CEO. So he's the CEO of the business, of his company. We are, you and I, we are the managers. So he's the business owner. He owns everything. And we are the manager. 
So he's trying to entrust us with the greatness, the fullness there is. And the things that we have, the product that we have, the gifts, the, the gifts that you and I, we carry, whether it's that dream that he told you to start that business, that, that, um, that, that idea that he gave you, that unction you, you got in your spirit, that, that thing, that prophetic word that you receive that told you, hey, you know, start this. That is the product. That's one of his product because he have many. So he is a business owner. Every single one of us is managing a product. Every single one of us is managing a product. And they're all unique on their own. Often, you know, that's why we, we have to be creative, you know. Because um, a lot of time, one of the things that often causes poverty in a nation among people is a lack of creativity. So because there's a lack of creativity, everybody just simply want to do the next thing. Okay, everybody start this. Um, you know, um, such and such is, is, is driving cars. Well, well, it makes money for him, and then automatically you are going to start driving cars. She braids hair. Everybody's going to start braiding hair. And it might be. That's not an issue, but you have to check with him. That's why your prayer closet is for. Your prayer closet, that's when he does a download. He's downloading everything you need. I promised you, I was talking to our pastor, I said, I don't understand how people go in the prayer closet. It does, it's impossible for you to pray, to go in the prayer closet and pray for two or three or five or six hours for the Father not to drop on you, in you, what to do. If you walked out, you did not receive anything, I don't know what was, you know, it, it, it's either there was a lack of hearing or misunderstanding or you receive it and you weren't sure because... You know, because we've been in a worldly system, like, you know, the Father will drop something in your heart and you feel like, oh, I'm not sure this is what I'm supposed to do. Still, not that sureness, that lack of confidence, oh my, okay. But it's impossible for you to spend time in the prayer closet because that's where he does the download. That's where he does the download. So your gift, your talent, your job is the product. And, and now your responsibility is to stewarding that product. So your gift is the product. And your responsibility as the manager is to stewarding that product. You guys probably don't have it up there. So if you want to write it down as I say it, so yeah. Your responsibility is to manage it. Is to increase values as a, when, and as a manager, as a steward person, stewardship. Your ultimate goal is to always add values to what was given to you when it arrived to you. So if I gave you one dollar, we're going to go more into more scriptures. It's, you should not, that one dollar should not remain because that would be a lack of stewardship. Because if that's the case, then I don't need to give it to you because I could have done something else with it. So responsibility as a steward person, as a manager, is to increase values, increase profit, expending what I gave you. To give a good report on the things that I gave you. 
Because as the word says, when you properly steward what the father gives you, he gives you more. Correct? When, he, when you properly steward what he gives you, he gives you more. But the interesting thing about this is, often that's when sometimes often we will say that, you know, you'll hear people say, you oh, know, God is not fair. You know, God is not good. Why would this? Why would this nation? Why would that? It's because he gave them when you can't, when you're not properly stewarding something. Even me as a person, in a physical perspective, in a natural perspective, if I have something, if I give you something, you, you're not maintaining it. You're not, I take it back, not give because he didn't give. He gives to, ultimately the goal is to stewarding. If I give you something to manage, to bring value to it, and you couldn't do that, or you can't do that, it only makes sense for me to remove it from you and give it to somebody else. Would you agree? If, you, if I give you something for the intention, or for the purpose, purpose of increasing its value, if I just give it to you as a gift, that was, that's what salvation is. <laughs> salvation is a gift. I give you that, okay, freely given, freely received, you know? Give the word to other people. But when it comes to stewardship, when it comes to his kingdom, what he has, he want returns. And one of the other thing that we're going to also, I want you to know out of this is that stewardship is, is a principle. So because it's a principle, there are things, when, it, when something is a principle, there are things that you have to do something in order for it to work. A principle, when a principle is established, it doesn't matter who use it. It works for all, it works for whoever. That's why a lot of time we have issues with people such as, well, I don't want to say we have issues, but you have often believers that have issues with people like Warren Buffett, or they say that they, they, they just making money and all that kind of, you know, uh, 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 Jeff Bezos and all of them. No, it's a principle that is established the same way with the rain. When it falls, the Bible says that when it falls, it falls in the... There we go. On the just and the unjust, the righteous and the unrighteous. It doesn't matter. Everybody's getting rain. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. And a lot of times we get upset. Uh, many of us, we get upset many times. It's like, okay, these people are always, you know, Trump got too much money. Why don't you have too much money? Why don't you have just as much money? We all went to the same school. And the good thing I love about America, come on, you know, as an islander, I, I can actually say that. The good thing about America is we all have the same opportunity. I know many can say otherwise, but glory be to God, I've experienced the same opportunity. We all have the same, we went to the same school system. It doesn't matter what, whether it was they had better computers than the other, but it's still, we are still being feeding the same information, the same books. So we still have the ability to get to the same level as anybody else. And not only that, especially for the body of Christ, we have something greater than the world. So we have an advantage. If anybody have an advantage to overcome it, like we literally, we can speak things into existence. We can, we have something that they don't have. But they understand the secret. They take an advantage. 
when you're reading those books of those guys, oh my God, like it's all, it's like you're reading the Bible. It's like you're reading the Bible. It's like if you're reading, um, if you read a book of anybody, whether it's Warren Buffett, whether it's, um, you name it. I can't even think of some of the names right now. But literally, all the principle is the exact same thing in the Bible, except for they just don't believe in him. But principles are principles. It works for whoever. When it rains, if I stand outside, it's going to fall on me. It doesn't matter who it is. If I stand inside of my house, it's just not going to fall on me. <laughs> but if you stand outside, whoever it is, the father, don't, he does, he's not prejudiced like us. He's not prejudiced. I know if it was up to us, many people wouldn't get a certain blessing. <laughs> in fact, we would start with our family. I'll make sure everybody in the family, whether they're qualified or not, everybody would get an upgrade, a promotion. Then we will start with, you know, maybe, you know, uh, Nene and, and, and uh, 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 Kilolo down the street. Or Tyron, all of them. Then that's when we will start. But the father, he, doesn't, he goes based on the establishment. He only followed the order that he established. So let's get to our text. That was just a little prelude. Apostle, 30 minutes, I got you, brother. So we're going to show you a few stories in the Bible that talks about stewardship. Because a lot of time it's important to see that because um, we will think that the father is, is you, know, the fa you know, certain things is not happening in our life. It's because, okay, father, what, what am I doing wrong? What, what, what is going on? I've been praying. I've been tapping in doors. I've been knocking. You say to seek and knock and all these things, and it's not happening. What is going on? So the first uh, story we're going to go with, uh, start with is the story of the parable, which Jesus is awesome at. He's probably one of the best storytellers. <laughs> So it's a, uh, hmm. I believe it's Matthew 26, for whatever reason, I don't have it up here. Yes, Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30, I believe. Again, it will be like a man. So he's telling a story about a man. And it's pretty much referring to, if you, if you ask me, it's pretty much he's putting a concept of the father. He's giving a picture of the father of how... It, he goes about and giving things over. But he's putting it in a context for them to understand. Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who call his servant and entrusted his wealth to them. Say entrusted. Hallelujah. So that means he's giving you something that. Fifteen says, to one he gave five bags of gold. There's a version that says five talents, but in this version it says uh, five bags of gold, which is even better because we're talking about money. <laughs> five bags of gold to another two bags and to another one bag, each according to his ability. Say ability. Then he went on his journey. The beautiful thing about him, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to micromanage you. I know a lot of you don't like that. Many of you guys don't like people micromanaging you, like watching over your shoulder 24-7. He's like, you know what? He, he kind of went away. I'm just, you know, I'm going to let you do your thing. 
I'm entrusting you because remember he says entrusting. So I'm not going to watch over you 24-7, you know, make you, you know, anxiety and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm going to walk away. Let you do what you do. The men who had received five bags of gold went at once. There's a version that said immediately. I love the word immediately. And, and it's pretty much explaining that, A, the, the moment, what happened? The moment he received what the father gave him, what did he do? He immediately do what? What, 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 what? What's the rest says? There we go. He immediately went at once. Well, he went at once and put his money to what? He immediately put, just went and start working. Put it to work. And what did he do? He gained five bags more. That's Will Bags. I know we talk about bags all the time here in Georgia. Bags, like, you know, he got, he's carrying the bag as in money. That's true bags. He immediately, so the father is, is showing you how hey, the moment he received that talent, the moment he come to knowledge of what the father told him to do, he didn't need nobody to confirm it. That was enough for him. He immediately, at once, there's a version that says immediately, he went and start. And often, many a time, like, we will get a word. It pained me, I'm telling you. When people are waiting for 10 confirmation, 20 confirmation, 500 confirmation, I can't do it. I'm like, immediately put it to work. And because he put it to work, what happened? He gained what? You guys are going to have to preach with me a little bit. <laughs> so also, the one with two bags of gold, what it, and he, pretty much the, 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 the verse don't go in full details, but pretty much his, they pretty much telling you that he, the same person, the, well, the person with the two also went and do the exact same thing immediately. And he can gain two more. <laughs> you know, the Bible sometimes can be very dramatic. He says, but... So he's pretty much kind of giving you like, okay, be expected. <laughs> but the men who had received one bag went off. And went off, you know what, that is, what that's showing? In a different direction. Everybody went immediately to work, but it went off. The, in the writing, it's pretty much showing you that, okay, he went off in a different direction. Not the same path that everybody else went. Which, in reality, as you're reading down the road, I mean, the, the rest of the uh, text, it makes sense. He actually did went off. <laughs> he went off in a different direction. Dug a hole in the ground. And what did he do? He put it away. As if the master didn't know what to do with the money. So he's like, you know, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to hide it for you. Seems like you're like a waster. You like to waste stuff. After a long time, the master of those servants returned. And settle account with them. So he's asking them for a report. And anything that, one thing I can guarantee you, anything that the father asks you to do or place in you, 
whether it's now, whether it's in the day of judgment, whether it's in this lifetime or the next, he's going to ask you for a report on that. If whatever he placed in you, he's going to ask you a report. Because he entrusted you and equipped you to do it. That's what the whole concept of predestined. For those he foreknew, what did he do? He also predestined, qualified them. So if he gives you that, the master knows you have the ability to do it. However, except you might decide not to do it based on your own, you know, but you have the ability. The men who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you entrusted, says entrusted. You entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. And I know it's a verse we all read before, but we're going to go through it again one more time. His master replied, well done. Good and faithful servant. Because whenever that means when we're not stewarding what the father gives us, we're not being faithful. We are unfaithful to his precious, because what he placed in you, it's precious. We are unfaithful towards that. You have been faithful with a few things I will put on you in charge. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master happiness. So one thing I can tell you is that if you find yourself in a position where the Father is not adding, there's no need to fight with the word. Just ask the Father, what, where, what, what is, where am I lacking of stewardship in? What areas in my life am I lacking of stewardship in? Because I promise you, according to his word, and he cannot lie against his word. We didn't write this. <laughs> this is not my word. I probably would have said something different if it was me. <laughs> but this is his word. And he says, hey, because of the fact that you've been stewarding, you've been managing, you've been handling what I gave you properly, I give you more. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without questioning. And the interesting thing about this, again, is he's not talking about believers. He's just talking about servant and a master. So he's not even putting a title and saying, okay, those were children of God. Those were non-believers. No, he's just saying servant, people that are serving. So a lot of times that's where we get confused. And I think sometimes it happens because when, you, um, when you've been around so much, at times you can fall in a place of um, entitlement. Oh, he should give me. Oh, I am a child of God. Why not? Why wouldn't he give me? The earth is the Lord, and he is my father. Indeed, he is. Have you ever seen some time where fathers or people are giving? I've seen it, especially in Haitian culture. They will give somebody else outside stuff and not give it to you, especially if you can't manage it. They will give outsider stuff and not giving it to you. So, oh, yeah. In fact, actually, I heard recently about uh, Warren Buffett that he wouldn't give his money to his children. He's only giving them $10 million and a little bit of money. So that they can work because they have the ability. They've been around the father. Your father is Warren Buffett. You don't need no money. Just being around that wisdom 
that level of wisdom and revelation and that connection, you don't need no money. You can make a zillion by your own. But often, sometimes we can fall in the place of entitlement. The men with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me, again entrusted, with two bags of gold, money we're talking about. See, I have gained two more. So he went and worked. Gain, the concept of gain is he put it to, to work. It didn't just add up magically. For something to gain, there has to be a process of, of arriving there. So it has to be steward. It has to be processed and then gain that value. So he gained two more. So he had put the work and then gained two more. How many he has now? Four. Government. Authority. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few, th few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Okay, let's come, you know, let's chill now. Okay, that's good. I see what you're doing. Then the man who had received one bag of gold, the master, came and says, Master. <laughs> Remember how the text started? But he pretty much give you a heads up. Okay, be mindful of this guy. <laughs> He said, I knew <laughs> this, when I read this, and every time I'm sure all of us read it, it always, it has so many things in there. So many level of disrespectful, of pride, of arrogance, accusation. So I hope that we don't fall in that. Then the men who had received one bag of gold Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man. Like, how did he know? Like, did Master say, told him he was mad? Just provoking lies, just calling this man all things, just because. Harvesting, someone says, sowing where you did not, well, I'm sorry, planting, but this one says, harvesting where, where you have not sown, sown. Harvesting where you have not sown. So he's pretty much calling him a thief. <laughs> We're taking advantage of people. An abuser. And gathering where you did not scatter seed. Everybody else came. They just say, you know, Father, this, you know, Master, this is what I did. I put, in, I, put, I put the work in, and now I've gained you more money. You invested in me. You invested in my capacity. You gave me something. I, I put the work in, and then now I got more. It's like, oh, whoa, bro, you did a good job. That's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? I'm going to give you more money. You deserve more. You did this with this little bit of money, just fine? Whoa. You know what? I'm just going to give you, let's, let's give this guy five million more on top of what he had. But this one came, and the thing is, he just had one. He didn't even have the responsibility of five. He didn't have the responsibility of five. He just had one. If the guy that had five 
had came and started doing that. I would say, you know, okay, he had so much. He had a lot to, you know, to, to manage five. You know, the, the, the master just started right with five. Okay, okay, you at least start him with a little bit, you know, go, go, go soft on him just a little bit. Though the word says it was based on their capacity and ability. But this brother, <laughs> he start with just accusing. You're a hard man, harvesting where you did not sown, gathering where you did not scatter seed, been stealing people's stuff, and then, you know what, I don't want you to just, I don't want your... Your, your, I don't want your stuff. I don't want that. It's almost like one would say, I don't want your sin to fall on me. <laughs> I don't want your, your cheating habit to fall on me. I just hide it for you and give it back to you. I don't, want, I don't want nothing to do with it. I don't want your bad behavior to fall on me. Because I don't even know where you got that money from. <laughs> that money is not good money. Trying to give it to me, trying to get me in trouble. Yeah, right. Then the man says, so I was afraid fear. Many of us deal with that. The main reason most people don't achieve in life is because of fear. Many people could have been some of the greatest things. The next, the next even bigger than, what's the guy from uh, Jeff Bezos, than, than all of them. Because you don't know. You don't know what your gift could have taken you to. You don't know what it could have become. But because of fear. And we know that fear is not from God. So I was afraid and I went out and hid your gold in the ground. So you killed it. You put him in just lie dormant. That's what the Bible talks about often when the gift is lie dormant, just rested there. People that have abilities for years, I've seen it so many times, that can cook so well. He's like, hey, man, bro, you, you test their food or something that they've done. And then you're like, man, that could have been, why, why is this food, why is that chicken not at Walmart? Oh, no, it's just something that I do at the house, you know. This is just what I do for my family. You know, it's, it's, it's no big deal. It's just. This is what I know. Just, 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 just a little something, something. This is no, no, no. You know, it's you know, I, I'm too old now. It's, this is not for me anymore, man. You know, that was I could have done this 20 years ago, but now, man, I'm just waiting and just my retirement money, and that's you know, that's that's all I need. I'm good. Just I'm chill, bro. So he went and hid in the ground, like you bury it. Because you bury it, no sun, like no light can even see it. Because when you hide something underground, you literally say, you know what, I killed that. I don't want nothing to see it. Even if you receive a prophetic word, it still may not receive it. Touch it because it's hidden so, so low. There's no light that can penetrate to it. Remind you. Remember I said, if it's raining outside, it could be flooding outside. And still, unless you step out, you won't get any of that rain. <laughs> you won't get any of it. Growing up in Haiti, we used to uh, run. Well, I think you guys do it here as well. But I think it's, yeah, there's so much chemical in the air. So <laughs> a lot of times those rain get you sick. But in Haiti, whenever it, it rains, oh, my God. 
Kids start running. I mean, we, I mean, and the crazy thing is it rained for so long. I can imagine why sometimes, you know, the country just flooded. <laughs> because it rained so much, it was literally rain for two hours, nonstop. It's a blessing, but it just needs the proper stewardship to manage that resource. So you had the right government with the right mind, with the good heart to do the right thing. It would take that, have water for the rest of the world. But you got to have good management, good stewardship. So I hope they hear this. <laughs> so I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked. He's pretty much calling him Satan, because often we also reply the term wicked for Satan. <laughs> wicked devil. <laughs> you wicked, lazy servant. We don't want to be that. Because when we're not stewarding what the Father gives us, that's how he sees us. He doesn't see us at that, but that's the position. It's like, yo, what are you doing? You're my son. You have my abilities. You spent so much time in prayer with me. How do you not know my heart? How do you not know what I value? How do you not know that I want increase? That's what prayer is for. That's why we spent so much time in the, in the prayer closet. Out of it, by the time I get out, I know what my father thinks. Yes, this is the will of my father. You know what? Even if I start something, if it doesn't success, hey, I, I tried. It will be that thing that leads to the next thing. I gain experience. I can only imagine if the guy with the one, had he tried and fell, it would have been a different conversation. He invested and didn't work. He's like, you know what? You know what? Okay, you could have done better, but I'm going to give you one more. But he wouldn't call them wicked, lazy servant, all this name. <laughs> you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. It's like, since you call me all these things, well, it seems like you're right. Though it's not right. But it's like, well, you know, and then you took my money and did this with it? Because for him to have that much money, that means he's been stewarding. When a person gives you, it's because they have. So if I've been doing something to gain that, if I give you, if I, if I give you something to help you, and then you're not doing anything with it, you're pretty much telling me like, that I'm crazy. Because I, I, as an investor, I could have taken that money and invested myself. Because... Clearly, it's been working out for me because I have enough to give to all of you. Does that make sense? If I have enough to give to all of you, that means I've been doing something right. So if I'm doing something right, so if I give you, I'm doing this out of kindness and goodness. I want to see you succeed. I want to see your skill set because I didn't have to do it, but I'm doing it because I want to. Make sense? You know, like often, I think a pastor said that recently, but it's a term that we use often. Like, hey, you know, you tell, if don't waste my time, allow me to waste my own time. <laughs> allow me to waste my own time. If I waste my own time, okay, I'll be hard on myself. But if you, you know, I'm waiting for you for 20 hours, 50 hours, you never showed up. You just waste my time. I could have done something different. 
So that's the same case here. He gave it to him because, hey, you know what? I'm entrusting you with this. Let's say entrusted. Yes. But he says, well done. Let me see. The guy. There we go. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant, you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers. He's a businessman. He's all about business. And, you know, if you couldn't do nothing with it, just give it to somebody else. That put me in the mindset of, you know, what? at least get a job. Get a job and help somebody else build the kingdom. Make more money. At least you'll make some and I'll make some. You know how, at least become somebody a CFO. Not everybody can be, you know. Or get a co-manager, an assistant manager. Get somebody else to help you steward that because you, you know, you can't do it yourself. At least I would get one. I would get two. I gave you one. Now I would, even if it's one and a half, because you got somebody else to help you, that would be, that's increase. That's profit. Amen? But you kept it all by yourself and just hid it. Life is passing by. Rain is raining. Prophetic word goes forth. Nothing can touch it because it's hidden. So that Put in the bank, of course, so that when I return, I would have, have, I would have received it back with interest because that's all he cares about. So take the bag of gold from him, he advised, and give it to the one who has 10 bags. Now make it 11. A lot of times, if the father's not, the father's not watching you because he kind of like, you know what, he gave it to you. But that's why his angels are doing as believers. The Bible talks about his angels always go before giving report. Seeing what are you doing with your stuff? What are you doing with the gifts that the Father gives you? They're giving reports on you. Because if the enemy is giving report 24-7, surely his angels. Because the word says it. Say Satan 24-7 is going before me, accusing you of things. And that's part of the accusation as well. Oh, yeah, he's the same way his angels are also reporting. Like, he's, you know, they're not, they, 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 they still working on it, you know. It's still 10 years later, but he's oh, still working on it, still working on it. Not, no profit yet, but still working on it. For whosoever, whoever has will, I'm sorry, for whoever has will be given more. Whoever has will be given more. And they will have an abundance. Again, he's not putting title. This is not related to children or non-children. Worldly, non-worldly. Whoever. God so loved the world that whosoever. Same thing. Whoever. Understand that principle. Understand how I do things. Understand my management, my stewardship, how to steward what I have. They will be receiving more. And throwing that worthless servant outside 
and to the darkness, where there will be weeping and nagging of teeth. And a lot of times, that's why we're suffering. The body of Christ suffers. Those nagging of teeth at times is because we're not doing, you know, things are not happening. We're praying, doors are not opening. There's a constant leaving of like, Father, you know what, when is my breakthrough coming? And, you know, the, the truth of the matter is we don't, need, we don't need any more breakthroughs. The only breakthrough you need is what you already have in you. Steward it. I promise, promise you it's going to bring you so much money. He's going to pour his rain. When you tied, he watched over. He blocked the, the enemy. Yes, I know sometimes we accuse Satan. No, Satan don't have nothing on your money. As long as you're stewarding the father's principles properly, when he comes, because you've been paying tithes, he, has, he gives you a gifts, you're stewarding that gifts, and that gifts brings profit. That profit that you make, you, 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 you put it back into his kingdom. Not so much, just 10%. And an act of acknowledging. And that's actually part of, you know, um, it's teaching you discipline on how to discipline what you do. If you can't do nothing with the 90, then there's still an issue. That would have been the issue. So 10%, if you give that 10% away, that 90% steward it. And it also falls in the principle of first fruit. As you give in those things, the system, whoever used that system, whosoever, believers, non-believers, the devil himself. He used that principle, it works for him. A lot of those guys in TV that we necessarily don't like, we, you know, we accuse them, whatever the case may be, they just using it. They don't even like your, your father. They have no desire for your father. In fact, they talk bad about him all the time. But they steal his knowledge. They steal the system that he has. And most of the time, unfortunately, as God's children, we don't do that. So the father's reminding you. The father's reminding you, hey, you know what? Take, take heed to this. This is how to do it. When the word comes forth, that's what it does. The father speaks, speaks, speaks until, okay, it actually settled in your heart. Because when the words come, for, come forth, it changed your mind. Your mind said, oh, okay, okay, father, I didn't know. But if you know you don't do it, then <laughs> there are consequences that comes with that. So the nagging of teeth that's what happens because things are not happening. Doors are not opening. Another story I want to share with you guys. Well, before I do that is the word stewardship. I have my translation and Miles Monroe have his translation. All of you guys, Miles Monroe, he's an awesome guy. Um, stewardship is one that manages others' affairs effectively in order to bring a great values. Stewardship, management, same thing. Somebody gives you something, and your job is to bring value to it, ultimately. The same way that person would have done, and even better. And Miles Monroe says, it is the effective, efficient, correct, and timely use of another person's property and resource for the purpose for which they were delegated with a view to producing the expected added value. So the person had something in mind. Hey, you know what? I, want, I really would, would want this property to, to, to increase. So I'm giving it to you and trusting that to you. Kind of like we have one mindset. 
like, okay, you know what? Properties are supposed to bring values or because that's what real estate does. When you buy real estate, even if it goes down, it's the one thing, even the Bible talks about it, always talks about land. Every promise is always a promise of land because they increase in values. It doesn't matter if the whole system, the whole world crashed. It eventually is going to come back. Increase in value. So when he talks about that, he's saying that, you know what, when you get that to increase values, to it. And another thing about stewardship is acknowledging that everything that you have is not yours. In fact, none of it is yours. In the kingdom, what we do, we have access. We can access our father. Like, my father's car, I can use it, but I can't take it and run with it because it is his car. <laughs> so we can access stuff. So when you understand that, you don't try to, you don't try to overwork for the sake of trying to steal, take stuff from your father. But it's just a father, it's understanding his system so that you can use it. Because he only, you know how a certain uh, family, they don't have a standard. I have a standard. You can only do this when you do that. You can only drive my car when you're 16. If you're not 16, do not touch my car. You can only go and open a bank account where I can add you on my credit card, on my business card, as, or as a personal uh, user to help you build your credit when you get to this age, 15, 16. Until then, I can't do that. And the same with the father, those principles. You can only do that when you do this. I can only give this unto you when you do that part. In fact, the word says in Deuteronomy that it is him that give us the power. What 17 says, you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hand have produced me this wealth. You know? That's where a lot of time pride comes. Like, oh, I did this. I overwork. I, I work myself. I, you know, I educate myself. I equip myself. Now I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm flourishing. No, it's, it's always him. It always go back to him. Everything you have is because of him. And everything the Father gives you is for one purpose. But remember the Lord, your God, for it is he, for it is he who gives you the ability, the power, to produce wealth and so confirm his covenant, to confirm the covenant he made with you, to himself, towards you. At the time, Abraham, which he swore unto your ancestors as it is today, until today. He made a promise to himself, hey, I'm giving you stuff so that you can, it's always about the kingdom. Everything we have, it's always ultimately, whether it's talent, gifts, money, it's not about you. It's about, I'm giving you this so that you can make my name great. So that I can, because, so that the love, when, when you give somebody else a dollar, $50, $100, oh my God, they see the Christ, the Christ love is in you. When, you. when you put somebody in your home, that it shows Christ love is in you. That's the kingdom expanding. There's a lot of things Jesus did in the beginning. It was simply because he was demonstrating what the kingdom looks like. Because nobody would know. So he has to demonstrate. So for us, the Father blessed us so we can demonstrate because the world don't know what it looks like. So I'm giving you this so that when you do that, you start this company, they will know that the, that the kingdom is, has riches. When you, when you share love with a person, they will know that the kingdom is about love. When you pray with someone and heal them, they will know that the kingdom has healing ability. 
everything you do, it shows the ability that the kingdom carries. So when we don't do that, when we take our talent and hit it underground, they will know that the kingdom is dead. It has no ability. A lot of times the world talks about, like, those Christians, they, they up to nothing. They broke. They ain't got nothing. They, because that's what they see. A lot of time. And a lot of time, if you think about it, it's like, if they have all of this, if they can do that out there with what they have, with the wicked the ways, why would I come here to get that? <laughs> I mean, when you put it in perspective, it makes sense, though. Those lies, and, you know, of the enemy. But it's because we're not demonstrating the Father's kingdom the right way. We're making him look poor. We're making him look like he's incapable. He doesn't have ability. He, we make him look like he has no power. We're making, him, we're making him look a certain ways. So because of that, the world can't receive when we can't receive the gospel from us. The world can't receive what we have to. It's like, oh, this is what you have to. I, I, don't, I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want it because I don't want that. People have the choice, <laughs> the right to choose what they want. I don't want that. <laughs> if your whole family is on food stamp and then you're saying you worship him, I don't want that for my family. Is that right? They have the right to say, I don't want that. If you show me otherwise, then maybe I'll do that. Oh, oh, this is what you guys have? Oh, my God, I want this. But until then, I don't want that. I mean, can, I <laughs> can a person not, wa not want something? It's our job to reveal the kingdom differently. If you're talking this way, I don't want to talk like that. My family, we don't talk like that. You're talking worse than somebody who doesn't know God. I, I, oh, that's how he talks? I don't want that. I, don't, I just don't want it. I have the right not to want that. So we have to demonstrate him because it's all about his kingdom. It's all about the kingdom business. It's all about him. Jesus says that he died. Well, Paul says he died to himself. And Jesus, whom we're following, who we, you know, we, we are, we are walk following his footstep, he, it's always about his father's business. It's always about his father's business. It doesn't necessarily mean that we only have to demonstrate the kingdom through prosperity, through blessings, through those things, because that's not what the kingdom is about. However, there are times Jesus did so many things to demonstrate because they wouldn't know. And the Father has already blessed us with every spiritual blessings. The reason not you not, there are things you don't do. If it was the Father intentionally, you know, I'm just not going to give you that because for his purpose, then that's a different case scenario. But when he already give it to you, but it's your lack of management, your lack of, your, of, of stewardship that causes it, then that's an issue. Because that's not intentional. That's not what he wants. It's because you're not doing a part that's causing that, so now we make him look bad. 
Make sense? We make him look bad. There are times, you know what, we can give the word. We don't need to have a certain things. But there are times that is needed. <laughs> I'm going to move a little faster. <laughs> Second story. I love this story in the Bible because it really shows how we can put our work, or what the Father give us. And it's not always just about talent. But it's also about action, taking action. <coughs> I don't know why I'm, <coughs> why I'm not saying this, but I believe it's in Second King. Second King four one verse one through. Um, I'm sorry. Seven. There we go. Now a woman. <laughs> Of the wives of the sons of the prophet cries out to Elisha. I was reading this. I'm like, so many words in the English version. <laughs> now a woman, a wives of the sons of the prophets cried out. I'm like, that, too, too much. But I didn't write it. <laughs> Why not just says wives of the prophet of the son? I don't know. But um, yes. <laughs> Saying... Your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know that, you, that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor has come to take my children to be his slave. Look at this. And that's why we have to, at times, come out of the mindset of religion and seeing what the word of God is saying for the truth of what it is. He's saying, your servant... So she's implying that this man knew God. He was a servant. He was a servant of, 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 of Prophet Elisha. But he, she, he left them some debt. So now people are come, the creditors are coming to, to, get the, to get their children because he didn't pay his debt. What did the word say? A good man. What does a good man do? Leaves an inheritance, not just for his children, but also for, in this case, he's not doing that. Your servant, your servant, and because she's implying that the type of man he was, he was a great man of God, he used to serve you, now he's dead, and he left a bunch of debts behind. And the people that he owe is trying to take those, my children so Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? But also, what I love about this is the boldness that she had. She said, you know what? I will not, what's that saying? Closed mouth, don't get fed. I'm not going to die. My husband, because he could have went. If, he, because, if she's asking Elisha, he used to work with Elisha. The husband used to work with Elisha. But he didn't do that part. He didn't have money. He, he was on, in debt. He didn't ask. But she's like, you know what? I'm not, not going to make that same mistake, brother. I'm going to get myself out there and get help. I'm going to get help. That should have been his job. Because he knew Elisha. He worked with Elisha. He knew the God that Elisha served. 
But often in, in the time, that's how it was. This is beautiful. So Elisha said to her, what shall I, I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in your what? It goes back to the same thing. What do you have? What is in your hand? God, Moses, what do you do? What do you have? Show me. Just lift whatever that you have. Whatever it is, if, if it just whatever it is, whatever is in your hand, just put it out there. And I will, I trust you, I'm going to bless it. I promise you, you I'm going to bless it. I'm going to pour so much blessing on it. Like when you, wherever you placed it, it has no option but to grow. Test me in that. So Elisha said, what do you have in your hand? No, what shall I do for you? What do you have in your house? And she said, your servant has nothing in her house except a jar of oil. Just, I don't have much, but just that little bit. He thought, no, that's good. We're good. We don't need too much. Then he said, go borrow containers elsewhere for yourself. Put yourself out there. Put yourself out there. Receive that instruction, what I told you, whatever that I told you. And that's why, that's why we pray for it. When we pray, we pray for instruction. When we receive instruction, what do we do? We follow through. But the thing is, she already made a first step. The first step she made, the husband didn't do her part, his part. You know what? I'm not going to die. I'm not going to let people take my children. I'm going to step out. You sh that was your job. You could have done it. That should have been your job. You know what? Because you know this, brother, but you didn't do it, but I'm going to do it for you because I'm not going to go down like this. I know the lazy ladies are happy. Yeah, you said to, you know, do your job. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's for all of us. She stepped out. Borrow some containers elsewhere for yourself, empty, com empty containers from all your neighbors. Do not get too few. Because what I'm getting ready to do, overflow. Whenever the Father, just all you need is just a little bit. And do your part. And I promise you, I will overflow it. That's what you're looking for. I will overflow it. You don't need to do too much. I'm going to, just a little bit that you have, I'm going to overflow it. Let's move faster. Let's move faster. Then you shall come in, hallelujah, and shut the door behind you and your son. Go in that prayer closet. Go, don't let people see you don't have to do nothing to show nothing to nobody. Just going to get in that room. That instruction that I gave you, it wasn't for the whole world. I gave you instruction for yourself. And all you need to do is follow that instruction. I think the mic is going out just a little bit. All you have to do is follow my instruction. He says, go in and shut the door. And sometimes when we receive something, the Father will tell us to do something. And we need five million confirmation. He didn't tell them. He already gave you. Jesus says, you know what? The Father, you know, I agree. The Father agreed. That's all we need. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. We, we, we agree together. That's all it is. But you got a prophetic word. You got a dream. You got an unction in your spirit. Hallelujah. Somebody told you. You read about it. You, you test your abilities. When you cook your food, it tastes awesome. You don't need nothing else. 
That's enough to package it. That is enough to package it. I taste it. My children taste it. Oh, my God, that's good. I've, have you tasted McDonald's? <laughs> have you had McDonald's before? It doesn't taste like your head. So if McDonald's is killing it out there, I promise you, I promise you, yours is going to thrive. So it says, and you shall set apart what is full. I'm going to receive you. I'm going to impart in you. I'm, gonna, I'm getting ready to bless you. And all you have to do is just open up. Take as much containers. Empty containers. Because I'm about to bless you. Make room. That's when the Bible talks about open heaven of blessings. I'm telling you, when you're obedient to the word, when you're obedient to what the Father tells you, hallelujah, he is, he can literally move things out of the way because he told you. You have the ability to go back and say, Father, you told me. You said. So she left him and shut the door behind her and her son. And the beautiful thing about this, she says she left him. The prophet already told you something. You don't need to call her again or him again. The father already told you that's, that's enough. When the containers were full, she said to her son, bring me another container. But he said to her, there is no more. Okay, we overflow now, mom. <laughs> we ran out. So they put the limit. They limit. But if it was up to the Father, he would overflow so much that that's why when the Bible talks about you, you won't even have enough room. That's what, that's what this is. Then the oil stopped. Well, since you stopped, I stopped. But if it was up to me, until you, if you were still bringing, I would have still continued pouring. So she came and told the man of God. And he said, go what? Action. Go sell the oil. Action. The father doesn't love, I know it's going to be harsh, lazy people. Laziness. I give you this, I give you instruction. How much demonstration do you need? Go sell it. If you can't trust me in that, then I don't know what else to do. I've already done this. I've already done that. Oil overflow in front of you. What else do you need? Like, what else? Go sell it. And with what the gift, with that, what I just gave you, pay all your debt. Take care of all your families. That's what you use to bless the church. Hallelujah. That's what you use when people are sick. You feed the hungry. Well, you, 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 put, you, you open places, you open wellness places to, 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 you know, to place the poor, those that are in need, the homeless. That's, that's the blessings. He, start, he first starts with you because he needs a vessel. He can't do nothing on this earth without you. He really could have opened the, you know, the gates of heaven but, and just flooded with everything without our permission. Without us. But when he established his law, that's, so, that's how important his laws are. His principles. The principle also works for him. 
hey, you know what? I could have come down here and just flooded all things. Your situation, I really could have just. But I established a system, and that system, it's also for me. And the best way for you to get overflow is to use that system. It will work for you. I promised you. Because it also worked for him. He can't come down here. Just use it. Pay your debt. And you and your son can live on the rest. Hallelujah. Let's shout for her. An obedient woman that took action. Hallelujah. She heard what the father says. He says, I'm not going down like this. No. I'm not going down like this. I've suffered too much because if they were in debt, that means during the time when he was there, maybe they were probably struggling the whole time. The whole marriage probably was struggling. Because if a person leaves debt behind, that means throughout there was bad management going on. So the father says, no. Mm -mm. She says, you know what? Mm -mm. We're not doing this anymore. So she step out. So it's important to take action. We're going to go faster. I'm going to skip to the end. <laughs> it's important to take action. The father is waiting on us to take action. Because there are things, when we close our hands, it invites poverty. When we close our hands, then, you know, the word says that, you know, a little sleep and what? And a little slumber. What else? You guys, you know it. Poverty will just cover you like a strong man. In Proverbs 10, 4, you guys probably don't have it, but those are just a few verses um, I'm giving you. Lazy hand makes you... make. For poverty. But diligent hands bring what? Brings wealth. Lazy people, Proverbs 12, 27, lazy people don't even cook the game they, they catch. But the diligent make the use of everything. When a person is lazy, they will receive so many things, but they don't make nothing of it. But this is what caused prosperity. The Lord will send you rain, Deuteronomy 28, verse 12. The Lord will send you rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens, and he will bless the work you do. You may not have it up there. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from none of them because you are being stewarding. When he's blessing you, you don't need to borrow from nobody. He's going to bless you so much that you will loan to other people. Three John one verse two, beloved, I pray that in every way you may prosper. In what? As your soul prosper, which talks about information. You're putting information in you. That's the biggest thing. The number one way to prosper is by stewarding yourself with information, by learning about the things. You get the information and you get the knowledge of it, and then you put it in application, which now becomes wisdom. And then by then, that's how you prosper. We didn't just, none of us born just knowing, you know. We didn't just happen to just know. 
But when you stewardship, learning, taking a season in your life of learning, if you're trying to prosper in a particular area, you steward your time in that information. You can't say that the father tells you to start a business and then you don't do no information. You don't learn. You don't do no research. You don't study. Nothing about that. You might start the business, but it will not last because of bad management, because of bad stewardship, because there's no business that will stand, that will sustain without, pro without proper management. It just doesn't. Um, I believe... Uh, uh, Ray Dalio, he's a great uh, investor guy. And the crazy thing is I'm telling you, those guys, they just master what we have. He says whenever he you know, buys a company, he's one of the greatest, I guess, one of the best investors. Like he's really good on like, you know, investing and all that kind of stuff, kind of like uh, um, Warren Buffett. He says whenever he comes in a new company, like when a company is going down, he buys the company. And what he does is, when he, the moment he steps into that company, he literally, he fires the whole management staff. Take over that company, and a lot of great um, investment companies that are in the world, he owns them or manages them. He's the CEO of them. But his strategy is the moment he walks in there, he fires the management team. Because if the company's going down, that means you weren't doing something. You are mismanaging. But you're talking about millions and millions of dollars of company, not, you know? So even in the, even in the phase when you start your business, that the Father will give you a grace to start something, and then you need to always maintain equipping yourself, stewarding that gift so that the business can remain. Because you can start it in five years, but if you're not continuing stewarding the business properly, it's going to go down. So it's a constant Constant learning of information. You don't, you don't want to just start a business because everybody can do that. You really can. You can go apply over there. I mean, at the, the Secretary of State, you get a license, and then that's a business. <laughs> it costs $100. According to the state, that is a business. But you want to equip yourself so that you can steward that business properly because that's your bread. That's your blessing. That's your prosperity. That's what you've been looking for. The Father don't drop money from heaven manna there are times he might have somebody to bless you to 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 do a you know sow or see the blessing in your life because you've been stewarding something else if you're a minister he will steward you hey you know somebody can easily give you a gift of hundred thousand dollars because you've been working for his kingdom so that's how he blessed you but for those of you that he, and literally, because whatever he gives you, that's your business. If he calls you to write books, that's the business. That's, that's the talent that he wants you to manage. And if you don't do that properly, then, you know, it's, it's going to go away. You're going to lose it. You're going to pray and not get response. You're going to pray and ask Father what's going on. He's just going to take you back to how his system operates. So we're going to, um, because of timing, I, uh, the Father put in my heart to do, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go through this real quick before I do that. How to start stewarding what the Father gives you. I think I already went through this. 
is by properly, is by getting wisdom. It always starts with the foundation. If your foundation is solid, then the whole building is what? Is also solid. Gain the proper knowledge. Get information. What does a good stewardship look like? A good stewardship looks like this. One that takes risks. That takes smart risks. It is impossible for you to be a good stewardship, to be a manager for you not taking risks. By investing, by pursuing dreams, by being faithful, that's a good characteristic of a good stewardship. By giving, by tithing, by developing your, your skill set, your discipline. By gaining knowledge and built your financial intelligence foundation. Because we're talking about money. It's impossible for you to, it is one of those things here, well, and all over the place that I think all over, you know, other places, we spent time in everything else, stewarding everything else, but in finance, often we don't necessarily do that, and it's very important. Um, and it's, uh, the interesting thing about it is one of the things that we use the most. We use money for everything, you know, is the more you know, it attracts more to you by default. The more you know, the more you put in yourself by default, it attracts more to you. By planning, execution, by being diligent and maximizing the things that the Father gives you. I'm going to run with you guys. I know a lot of time because we're talking about money, so one would automatically think we say we're going to talk about money, you know, how to get money. Yes. But... The one thing that I can also all, you know, tell anybody, the warning that I can give you in this is, don't you ever run after money. Don't you ever run, kill yourself, overwork after money. Not in this life or the next. <laughs> well, the next, there's no money, yeah. <laughs> don't you do that. And that's why, like, when the word talks about, you know, um, you know, like the money is evil, it's, it's not talking about the fact that money is evil. Money is just a subject, I mean, an object. The Father blessed us. Like, have you seen his kingdom? <laughs> no, but it's the, because in fact, he wants us to have it because in the system that we operate in, we need it. We need to properly steward it so that we can promote his kingdom. But it's the love of it, the lust after money. Just, you know, this is all you do. You, you're grinding 24-7. No. Grind after the things that he calls you to do. Pursue your dream. Pursue that thing that he gave you to manage. I promise you it's going to bring you so much money. That's all you need to do. And start one at a time. You don't need to do too much. In Ecclesiastes 5.10, it says, he who loves money will not be satisfied with money because it can't bring satisfaction. satisfaction. Nor he who loves wealth with his income. This also is vanity. But last but not least, as we're closing, bad stewardship looked like this. Bad management produced poverty or lack. 
when you don't manage what the Father gives you. That job, you have, a, you know, in the beginning, you probably have a job, and that job is really to help you co-sign you as you are towards, as you're transitioning to your calling and your purpose. You use your job to help you get to your, call, your purpose. You use that what the Father gives you because he gives you a work. He gives you a purpose. He gives you. He predestined. That had nothing to do with this earth before the, all before the stars were born. He predestined you for something. And he equipped for a purpose. So we can't say that this job is what he gave us. And if he does, then maybe because there are times he calls us to be CFOs and different things in companies, you know. But nevertheless, anything he gives you, that job now, it's always to help you get to your calling. As you're sowing seeds, you are pouring favor to get you to open doors to your calling. Fear, excuses, those are bad management. Those are what bad stewardship. Fear of failure is the one thing that most people, that keep a lot of people stagnant. Because they fear of failing. Oh, man, if I try this, what if it doesn't work? What if it works? And who cares if it doesn't work? You just gain a whole knowledge. Procrastination. Bad spending. Bad spending. And I'm also speaking to myself. Bad spending. You know? You don't. The Father gives you. $1,000 in that job, and then you literally, you just, most of the time, and sometimes because of bad habits, we can literally, we pay tithes at the last minute. If we're lucky enough, we pay it the first thing, and then the rest, that 90, it's gone, like, before you know it. That's also bad spending. That's still bad stewardship. Because what he gives you, he gives you to invest, to put it somewhere, if you were to meet somebody across the street to, to bless someone, it's not your money. It's not your money. So he blessed you. You give you that 10% to, because that's his part. That 90, it's still, you still have to steward it properly to help to promote the kingdom. You pay your bills. You do what you got to do. But you still, that's part of it. It's still, all of it is his. So most of the time we say, okay, I give my 10, okay, that 90, I'm going to waste it. <laughs> no, no, we can't do that. The Father wants you to properly steward what he gives you. Buy things you don't need. That's bad management. We buy things that we never use. And then next week we get another thing. Oh, I'm going to return it. We're going to get another thing. That is, do you know how bad that looks? Do you know how many people you could have changed with that $20? How many soul, how many people, when you bless them with that, that 20, that could have been like, oh, my God, okay, there is a God. How many seeds you missed out? You buy something for 1,000 and then you never use it. You could have changed a whole nation. In Haiti, it takes, most family don't consume $1 a day. So can you imagine that's 1,000 family? How many lives you could have just changed? And yes, you can. I'm not saying not to spend money. You got to go on vacation. You do your thing. But you have to be mindful on how we spend things. Because we are stewarding his stuff. However, we are a reflection of him. When we're wasting, it shows that the kingdom is a waster. When we give, what do we, what do we show? 
the kingdom is a giver. Because we're promoting. Jesus, everything he did, he was just doing what the father was doing. How many money do you see the father wasting? <laughs> we don't see him wasting, so we can't say that he's, he wastes money. Bad management don't do inventory. You're living your whole life. You never check. Okay, you know what? Let me, okay, the last three months, okay, how did I spend? The last three months, what did I do with my money? You're just living on an autopilot. And that woman, that's how she came about. She said, you know what? No is a no. He did not do his part. I'm going to, no, we're going to change this. And bad management is also quick cash. Those that are always about quick cash, trying to get a quick, you know, a quick change. No, the father, everything he gives you, you got to put work to it. You got to work towards it. You have to, you know, gaining, there's a process where it gains value. Value don't just happen, it gain it. So if you, anything that comes fast, you lose it fast. 99% of the time, if not 100. Because you didn't gain it, you didn't work for it. It wasn't your knowledge that got you that money. It was a quick cash. So because there was not a solid foundation, you're gonna lose it because there was no solid foundation to keep it. But as we close in, let's stand it off feet. The father desired to bless. I actually did it already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can always take a picture of it. Let me see. I probably need to go. Let me see. Yeah. The father always gave a beginning. Often, whenever the father starts wanting you to do something, he gives you a, a head start. Kind of like how the master did. He says, you know what? I'm going to give you a head start. I'm going to impart something in you. And now I'm entrusting you. So before the Father does anything, he equipped us. He gave us the information. And he goes back, and because he's not going to micromanage. Okay, you know what? I'm going to drop this on you. And I'm going to walk out. See what you do with it. And as I was praying this week, and the Father um, was just kind of, you know, giving me instructions on what to do. I have a heart for his children. And I hate lacking. I am, if there's one thing that I dislike is lacking, is when people are, because I came from a place that has a lot of it, so I understand that spirit, and I've seen it in action, so I know that it is a spirit, but it's also when we close our hands, we open up to it. Anytime we are operating in disobedience, we're not doing, we're not taking heed to what the Father says. It is an open door for anything else to come. So I was praying. I said, okay, Father, I understand that this shouldn't be like this. And as you're raising a nation, an a divine generation to reflect who you are, 
and we know who you are. We've seen your glory in different aspects. For the word says that he has already blessed us with every spiritual blessings. And when we understand the word bless, it pretty much means to give a permission for the ability to be released. Something that was hidden in you. Things that belongs to you. The Father often would show me that there are things, doors that were supposed to be open, but sometimes because of our disobedience, because we didn't properly steward, because we, we should have done what we could have done. He talks about that man, I didn't get a chance to get to that part, but he talks about the man that, you know what, that, you know, he was the master called him to his office and said, you know what, I gave you this gift, but you, 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 I'm going to fire you because you didn't properly steward what I gave you. And that man hurry up and says, you know what, okay, since my master's going to fire me, let me hurry up and make some moves. Because the thing is, the master knew what his ability, all along he had the ability to do it. He was just being what? Lazy. He was just being bad management, bad steward. But the moment he got that warning, that heads up, he hurry up and just put to work what is already in him. He started negotiating. He said, hey, you know what? Okay, you owe 900. Let's break it down to, to this. That's what the master wanted him to do all along. That's what he should have been doing all along, using that ability that is in him. Because when he hires you, when a person hires you, it's because they know, okay, your resume looks right. So I'm giving you this job because you have the ability. However, he was taking advantage of it. He was just being a bad stewardship. But the moment he recognized that he was, the father gave us warning at time. And he's like, you know what? Okay, I got to get it together, father. You know what? Let me hurry up. And that's what the father's, that's the chance that he's giving us as his children. Because everything he has is for us. And it upset him that the world and when we talk about wealth transfer as a nation, the father cannot, he desire that. That's his word. But it can't be transferred to people who have no knowledge of the wealth to, ma to, to maintain. Because I know that's a, a, a perspective, a word that as, you know, as believers, I've been in church quite too long, so I've heard a lot. <laughs> There's a certain things that we keep believing, we're expecting Wealth transfer to be transferred to us. He desired that. He wants that. If anybody he would want to give it is his children. Why would he give it to people who doesn't like him, who, who dislike him, who, who, who just have nothing to do with him? But one thing they do that his children is not doing is they're being obedient to his system. So they take the system, they reject the system maker. The person who write it, and you know, I don't want you, but I'm going to take what you have because I understand it. I'm going to make it work for me. But as this young brother, that servant, he went back and said, you know what? Let me change my life. Let me do better. So the father is believing in you today to do right the things that you should have done a long time ago. That thing he told you to start a long time ago, but for whatever reason, you say, you know what, I'm, I'll do it next week. I'm, do, I, I, I don't, there's, I'm missing this. No excuses. That's bad stewardship. 
Because he needs your money to promote his kingdom. If there's one way you can promote his kingdom, it's not by coming here every day, but it's by promoting him to those who doesn't know. And you can't do that broke. It's impossible. Gas is too high. You might be able to do it one week, two weeks, but you can't do it forever. So we need money. That is his principle. Worthy is the limb that has come steward us with riches and glory and honor, wealth, all those things. That's what James says. He heard that. So when Christ died, he bought all those things. That was part of your impartation. But we need to activate. And activation takes place by stewarding. So we're going to pray today. Because when we give, when we say the word bless, the word bless is to give permission for what's in you to be released. You're releasing, Father, you bless me with every spiritual blessing. I'm releasing it. And as I was getting last night on the way and this morning, the Father just keep dropping in my spirit. He says, we're going to release. He's going to release you to do the things that you should have always done. All of us. Open that door for that gift to come out. That's why the word talks about opening gates. Because the men hid his seed under the ground. Though light came, rain came, it still couldn't. The, the seed was not touching. It was not getting light nor rain because it was hidden. But today we're going to bring it out. And allow the Father to literally activate, bring that gift, come out of yourself. Hallelujah. Whatever is hidden, whatever is lie dormant, whatever is causing you to not seeing what the Father has called you to do. In the name of Jesus, by the power of his authority. By the power of his anointing. The word says the anointing break yokes. You know, to do what? To, to, to set those that are in poverty free. It destroys it. Jesus says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to first whom? To the poor. Hallelujah. And the poor is what is those that are not use, utilizing the gift that they have. Lack of creativity. Those that have been called to do something from the beginning. But the enemy has come and steal it from their heart. He has stole that word that was given, that dream, that promise, that fire that you had in the beginning. That fire, when the Father, when the father created you, he created you by according to his image, his lightness. He predestined you for greatness. The enemy said, you know, I'm going to steal all of that from you. But today, in the name of Jesus, by the anointing of his Holy Spirit, 
We're going to call all things that are lying dormant to come alive. We're going to kill, we're going to destroy every yoke that is on your life that is causing or causing you for whatever to not seeing the potential that the Father has in you. Every door that was supposed to be opened, but for some reason the enemy has closed it. The accuser has stilled it from you. Father, we're going to declare right now in the name of Jesus. So we're going to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. He has sent me to proclaim freedom from the prisoner and recover the sight for the blind and set the oppression free. Father, in the name of Jesus.